1: Uh, we're not playing that because you can't get no satisfaction we're playing that because Mick Jagger of course Mick Jagger is a member of Surrey, loves his cricket absolutely loves it and uh, the late Charlie Watts was an avid cricket fan as well so the Rolling Stones despite their rock and roll image absolutely loved the game of cricket, uh, well not all of them but at least two of them um, and hot on the heels of our announcement yesterday that uh, SENZ is your new home for cricket commentary in terms of the radio we have a bumper summer of cricket to uh, deliver that has just been released by New Zealand Cricket including Test Series against South Africa and Australia for the Black Caps and for the White Ferns they'll return from the away series in South Africa to host Pakistan uh, in T20s and T20s in one day and joining us this morning is uh, Susie Bates of course a uh, well known uh, White Fern uh, she is going to be uh, part of the group of course taking part in that series
0: Good morning Philly.
1: First of all tell us a wee bit about Sri Lanka some mixed results there
0: yeah, it was um very mixed. Um a little bit of the weather and Shamari Aspasu got the better of us and it was disappointing to lose that one day series but bounced back in the twenty twenty series, but yeah, we probably um didn't quite hit our straps at all throughout the series, so sort of to leave, um three three games, um Tied with Sri Lanka um, overall was disappointing, but a great experience for some of our group who've never played in the subcontinent. With what we've got coming up,
1: yeah, it seemed to me if you could get uh, Shamari Adapatu out, you won. If you couldn't, you didn't win.
0: <laughs> no, and we, she either got a first ball duck or a hundred. Kind of felt like the, uh, um, I guess how it went for her. So yeah, she's always been a world class player, and in those conditions where. There's a little bit of low bounce, she can kind of just line line length and width up and she got the better of us for most, most of the series. So we're going to have to think about plans next time we come up against her. But um, look, I thought our, our batting overall um, was reasonably consistent in those conditions, but... Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. Um, we've got pinnacle events in um, Bangladesh and India, so we're going to have to learn how to bowl well on those wickets against world-class players.
1: So I was just looking at uh, your numbers actually, you debuted back in 2006, my god that's 17 years ago And I was thinking that is a hell of a long cricket career internationally And then I was looking at uh, someone like Marta who's coming across to play for Brazil In the Women's Football World Cup who's about to play her sixth World Cup, unbelievable stuff
0: Yeah and I think probably why um, I guess females My age, uh, I've been able to have such longevity as when we all started out, it was probably very amateur. Um, If, you know, the nature of women's cricket um, was like it is now, where you're pretty much playing 10 months of the year back 17 years ago, I, I don't think I'd still be here, but I guess my first, you know, five, six years was... Very part time, and um, then it became full time. So I know lots of female athletes now in the professional era, when it perhaps wasn't professional, have sort of hung in there to really enjoy where the women's games going.
1: Susie, uh, we're giving um, a lot of uh, our newish talent, and uh, we look at it's a sort of a top heavy, um, bottom light. Side that I look at the white fence at the moment, and when I say that, I'm talking about experience. You've got yourself, you've got Sophie, you've got um, Milly, of course, who's building up some experience, and Leah Tahuhu, and then of course you've got this. Really, there's there's not a lot of middle ground there. There's, there's a lot of really young players coming through. Uh, are you satisfied that we're doing the right thing by them? Are you seeing the development we need?
0: Yeah, look, it's really um, tough. Yeah, I guess way to learn at the international level, but. Um, we perhaps weren't left with much choice and I I know there were some really um, I guess tough decisions made after the World Cup and and where New Zealand cricket wanted the White Ferns to go and yeah I feel like um, my position in the team at the moment I have a really important role to make sure that we're helping these young players deal with the the pressures of international cricket and it is a really tough learning school but I think Now that um, we've made that decision, that's the commitment and we've seen the young spin bowlers in particular, Eden Carson, Fran Jonas, um, really improve. And Georgia Plim, although perhaps her stats in Sri Lanka um, didn't necessarily say too much, I saw a massive improvement from her. So I just think the more opportunities we give them, the better the group's going to be. And hopefully if Sophie, myself, Leah, Maddie Green um, and Lee can stick around for the next couple of Pinnacle events, then, you know, hopefully we'll have a pretty well balanced side. But, yeah, there's a lot of work to do and we're not, um, I guess, hiding away from that. And, and we've got to learn pretty quickly. And like I said, it is tough when you're learning at the international stage.
1: Susie, uh, of course, you, you mentioned before you entered uh, the fray uh, very much in an amateur role, so not getting a lot of cricket, certainly not getting any compensation for playing it, a lot of personal sacrifice as such. Announcement the other day from uh, the ICC, Greg Barclay, headlining that. Uh, of course, that now uh, equal prize money for women in ICC events. So, I mean, it's come a, quite a long way, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: it's sort of unbelievable. And I think the hard thing for me is I think each 12 months I'm like, yeah I'll go another twelve months and reassess, and then there's always something new and exciting and something that I'm inspired to be part of and yeah, look, although you know money's not everything and it's not why we play it it's definitely made a huge difference to the back end of my career compared to I guess starting out and only being paid thirty dollars a day so it's it's kind of ridiculous how quickly it's grown, and I feel just pretty grateful and thankful that I, I'm still playing, and I know a lot of people um, at the back end of their careers, you know, they fully were just amateurs, so um, the ICC have really stepped up and um, put their money where their mouth is in terms of equality and, you know, franchise cricket's going off, New Zealand cricket with all the investment they're putting in, so look, I know once I'm done I'm going to be a long time retired, but I just want to um, be a part of it as long as possible, and while I'm still contributing, and I guess earning a decent paycheck as well, that helps.
1: The franchise uh, kind of thing is, is very interesting for me. And now, of course, with the IPL coming in, everyone associates IPL money, um, you know, uh, and, and I, I guess, you know, it's, it's going to be quite a lucrative thing as it increases throughout the years. But uh, the opportunities now, and as you say, um, you know, it's probably closer to the end than the beginning, but the opportunities now to make a seriously good income, but still, you're on the road a long time, aren't you?
0: Yeah, it's um, getting that balance right and I think, you know, I'm in that phase where I know I've only probably got a year or two in me competing um, at this level and so you say yes to opportunities but then all of a sudden your calendar is is filled up for 10 months. So I know for players like Amelia Kerr who knows she's got probably another 10, 15 years, she can make those decisions knowing um, that there'll be plenty more but I know uh, Sophie and myself, it's Sort of trying to make the most of that but also making sure that you're peaking at the right time and for us that's New Zealand and White Ferns cricket and we don't always get that balance right and I pack my bags next week and and could be on the road until December playing cricket. So you get used to it and um, I'm a good tourist. Um, Some people like being at home but I do do enjoy travelling but yeah it can be pretty tough being away from family and loved ones for a long time
1: okay uh, so uh, so let's uh, look at uh, what's coming up um, and, and I, I I look at uh, the schedule for you immediately and then the home summer that's just been announced today uh, that is quite a busy schedule as you say uh, let's let's go through it what, what what's up first uh, well
0: next week um Merely, Sophie and I head off to England to plan the 100, um, that competition, so that's a month over in England, and then we'll briefly get back before the White Ferns have a tour to South Africa with three one-days and five 2020, so that'll be a massive tour for our winter, and then um, there's a bit of WBBL and Super Smash and HBJ cricket going on before Pakistan arrive in December, and we play them at home, and then we'll have our full Super Smash schedule where all white ferns will be available for that which is great news for that competition and then England arrives to end the summer so as I've said that out loud it sounds uh, really busy <laughs> but it's all yeah exciting stuff and you are going to be all challenging tours.
1: Susie, I'm loving this format of the Ashes. I've got to say, uh, the women's Ashes, I mean, the men's has been thrilling as well, but the women's Ashes, I like the Test match um, being involved. I like the other forms of cricket uh, conglomerating to an actual Ashes series as such. Any possibility that uh, we could uh, entertain the same kind of cricket at home, that kind, same kind of make-up series?
0: Yeah, there has been a lot of um, talk and pressure, I think, from the likes of Australia and England, because I think they realise that, you know, if they're the only ones playing test cricket, that doesn't benefit anyone. So uh, Australia, I think, made an announcement that they would be asking any team that is there to play in a test match. So I think that multi-format series is going to become more common bilaterally. Um, I know New Zealand cricket in the past um, haven't seen... I guess, good reasons for investing in that, considering we don't play any, um, I guess, multi-day cricket domestically. But I think it is where the game's heading, and um, test cricket for women is becoming more and more exciting. And having five days as well, it proves that that creates a result. But, yeah, I don't know in my time if the White fans are going to see that, but I do think there's going to be a lot of pressure to perhaps follow the Ashes Series and and fingers crossed that does happen because I think it's great for the game and for young players like we've talked about our young players to play test cricket that's where you learn the most about the game and, and women have always um, missed that opportunity in New Zealand.
1: Has the gap always been this narrow between uh, Australia and England of late? You sort of look at Australia and think. Uh, they are just winning everything. They've won everything. They, they're always the ones. It's either Meg Lam- Lamming or Lisa Healy lifting up a trophy, etc. I, I just wonder has the gap of England closed the gap now?
0: Yeah, I think they have. And I look back probably five years playing cricket in the county system, and they were investing then in their domestic structure, and they're starting to see the benefits of that with the depth they have, and players are coming in ready for international cricket and that's where the gap is in New Zealand and now that we've invested hopefully we see that in five years time but yeah I think it's also the brand they've probably been inspired a bit by our mate Baz um, and the way they play 2020 cricket and that Baz ball approach where they're really taking the game and when you put that Australian team under pressure um, they don't know how to respond in my opinion because they just haven't had that pressure for so long they win games easily so it's been great to watch.
1: Interesting uh, Thursday night, uh, Susie, uh, you head away shortly so you won't see the whole of uh, the Football uh, Women's World Cup but you can at least, I suppose, put yourself um, in the dressing room of uh, the football fans because it was, what, just 18 months ago you played in a home-based World Cup. What does it mean uh, from your point of view and what do you think the the point of difference they're going to find about being a host in a World Cup?
0: Yeah, I'm excited for them. I, I think it's going to be a great tournament and I've watched a little bit of women's football when I've been over in England in the last couple of seasons and there's some great talent and they're going to be up against it. They've got some of the best teams in the world. But I think looking back on our World Cup experience, it was just how much the nation got behind us and even though we didn't make it through to the semifinals every game, we felt that support and and the nation just wanting us to do well. And it was heartbreaking when we didn't, but I'll never forget at Eden Park, that crowd being behind us. And, you know, you've watched sport at Eden Park and the atmosphere is great. So um, I'm just excited for women's sport in New Zealand at the moment. Um, There's so much support behind it and I'm sure they'll embrace it. And and fingers crossed they can have a few upsets as well.
1: So um, just finally... Uh, You talk about um, maybe another year or two, and uh, God willing, and fitness, etc. That will be the case, because uh, we can uh, not do without you at the moment, Susie Bates. But I just wonder about, have you started to think about life after cricket? Would it be in cricket? Would you have had enough by then? Would it be back in basketball, perhaps? One of your other uh, other favourite loves. So I just wonder, have you thought about it?
0: Yeah I definitely have um, probably the last three or four years to be honest Knowing mean um, that I was getting into my 30s and you know, you know it's not forever and I've loved every I guess minute I've had as an athlete it was always my dream growing up to be an athlete and you know I didn't even know it was a possibility to be a professional athlete when I was younger so now having my dream job I'm sort of trying to do it the best I can but know there's going to be a massive void when I finish to fill there so I've definitely put a a lot of thought in that and tried to keep I guess my foot in lots of doors that basketball included Um, I know I'll be involved in sport um, somewhere because that's my passion and you know I did a bit of commentary to try that and I think I'm just going to give myself the opportunity to try a few different things and see where I land but um, with where women's sport is there's just so many opportunities that never existed when I first started playing so trying to be open-minded but also have a little bit of a plan so I'm not completely lost. (laughs)
1: Well, Susie Bates, uh, let's just put that conversation on hold because, as I say, uh, we need at least two, maybe three more years out of you at the highest possible level. I think uh, the White Ferns can, at this point, uh, sorely need your experience at the top of the order there. So thank you uh, for continuing on. Thank you for your chat this morning. All the very best in England and in South Africa, and we'll catch up again soon. eh, Susie, thank you so much.
0: Yeah, thanks, really. Appreciate you. Thank you.
1: Yeah, cheers, uh, Susie Bates. There, uh, folks, uh, prolific. Look, uh, I just uh, you dig the records out. And as I said to Susie Bates, what an incredible performance! Debuted in 2006. Can you believe that? 2006. That is a long, long time ago to dedicate your whole life to. Um, She's been a, a basketball coach. Actually, she was an assistant coach for the Otago Nuggets. Been to the Olympics for the New Zealand women's basketball team. Unbelievable. Uh, yes, she played over 150 one-day international, 1,200s, 3050s, and over 140 T20 internationals. Truly a great servant of New Zealand cricket.